1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On The Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. On Wednesday, the Bank of Canada raised its key interest rate by a quarter of a percentage point, bringing it to 5%. Forecasters were widely anticipating the move as the economy continues to run hotter than expected. The central bank says the rate hike was prompted by elevated demand in the economy and strong underlying inflation pressures. Its updated economic projections suggest it will take longer to get inflation back to the 2% target. It now expects inflation to stall around 3% for the next year before steadily declining to 2% by mid-2025. The central bank didn't indicate whether it plans to raise rates again in September and instead said its governing council will continue to monitor how the economy evolves. Nijudam Melis, the Canadian Press, Ottawa. Bank of Canada Governor Tiff Macklem says monetary policy is making progress against inflation, but with underlying pressures more persistent than expected, higher interest rates are still needed to relieve those pressures. We are trying to balance the risks of under and over tightening monetary policy. If we don't do enough now, we'll likely have to do even more later. But if we do too much, we risk making economic conditions unnecessarily painful for everybody. We've come a long way, and we don't want to squander the progress we've made. We need to stay the course to restore price stability for Canadians. Macklem says the bank will make each coming policy decision based on the available economic information and is prepared to raise rates further if needed. With what the rate hike means to consumers, over to the head of Remax Prime Properties, Asif Khan. Asif. Thanks, Tina. And our first guest is all set to explain the impact of these hikes on mortgages. Colin Mason from the Mortgage Domain. Colin, welcome back to On the Market. Thanks for having me. Colin, tell us a little bit about what just happened this week. Uh, well, expected uh, rates went up by a quarter of a percent. Um, so I think a lot of people were hoping that it wasn't going to go up, but... Uh, uh, unlike other moves, this one was highly anticipated. I've uh, been doing a little bit of homework on it through some of my contacts, and uh, it sounds to me like it's largely because of the low unemployment uh, numbers, which is really quite surprising uh, that that is the impact or that's the result of, of what would normally be uh, good news. So it's uh, it's really very surprising, um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely been an interesting uh, couple of days. So, Colin, the Bank of Canada governor said the rate hike was a necessity. Do you agree? Well, I'm no economist, but no, I don't. Mm. I, and and many of the people that are much better qualified to answer that question uh, are agree with me. Um, I think that it is definitely a tool to to uh, help, um, but when you constantly use the same uh, tool to try, like this, they're not using any other means, uh, you know, cutting spending. There's all kinds of other things that they could be doing right now that would be helping the uh, some of the inflationary pressures, but uh, they just don't seem to be using any of those. I mean. Right now, they're still handing out even more money to Canadians 
for various different, um, you know, incentives and, uh, you know, tax rebates and so on and so forth for small, uh, you know, for the lower income people that are, that of course it sounds uh, for face value, like it's a great solution and it's helping many people, but really when you look at it, it's, it's not helping the way that you would expect it to help. And, and, you know, it, it, this money has to come from somewhere. And, you know, unfortunately, you know, unlike if you compare the government or the, the, you know, the Canadian economy to the average household, which is, you know, just a, a large version of a, of a, you know, personal household budget, you know, we can't print money. So they're printing money, we can't. And so we have to look at uh, solutions to our financial uh, uh, like strategies on how to, to make sure that, to manage your, your household. And many people know, most people know that, hey, if the income is coming in and too much is going out, we have to cut spending. And it just seems like it's just not something that they're willing to do. And this trial and error stuff has to stop at some point. I heard that the target rate is 2%. Is That's what they want for the inflation rate. And I also heard that 1% to 1.5% of the inflation rate is due to the housing market. So if we're at 3.4% and they keep raising these rates, if you take the housing inflation out of it, we should be at 2%. So why do we keep increasing the rate and, and hoping for a different result? Because we're contributing to that, aren't we? Well, it's the definition of, an in, uh, definition of insanity. It's you know doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. And I think that that's what's happening. If you take a look at some of the the other contributing factors to inflation right now is is actually the cost of borrowing. So it sounds counterintuitive when you think that one of the contributing factors of the thing that you're trying to solve by increasing interest rates is the increasing interest rate. So, I mean, I, I got to be honest with you, it's starting to get to the point where I don't really have very much more to say because it's just, you know, you can't, you can't rationalize with this type of decision, really, so... So let's talk about the the cost of borrowing. What does this mean for the average consumer? Perhaps someone who is renegotiating their mortgage, or is you know setting out that first mortgage um, right now. What does it mean to them? Well, it means that they're not going to be able to buy for as much. It means that they're probably not going to qualify for a mortgage, particularly in the GTA area, where it's very difficult to qualify for a mortgage just because of the house prices. Uh, we still have a lack of inventory and a higher demand for housing. So that's why you're not seeing the prices dropping as rapidly as everybody suspected that they were going to. We have you know, immigration uh, coming into the country right now with quality people that are, have uh, you know, a lot of income and they are buying properties. So uh, you know, it's supply and demand on the house pricing side. And then for those that are out trying to get into the housing market right now, you know, we use a rule of thumb. This is actually this rule of thumb is going to change after the recent uh, uh, rate uh, change right now. But roughly $130,000 worth of income will get you a $400,000 mortgage. So you know, if you can now say, okay, well, the first you know first-time home buyers saving up less than 20% down on an insurable mortgage. You know, where are you going to find something in the GTA that's going to be in around the five, six hundred thousand dollar mark with housing prices continuing to go up? So it's going to make it that much more difficult. And of course, the last call that I was on, we were discussing CMHC's decision not to adjust amortizations, which would lower payments, which would then allow people to qualify for a higher mortgage. 
So all of these things contributing are just making it very, very difficult for people to qualify for mortgage. And it's still not slowing down the housing market. And as well, inflation is a lagging indicator. So we may have had two rate increases too many already. We won't know for a couple of months. But when does it stop, Colin? Again, (laughs) I thought it was going to stop already. So unfortunately, my optimism hasn't really worked out for me. But, uh, uh, you know, I... I I just don't see that it can continue without something breaking. Like, it's easy to say, okay, well, rates are going to continue to go up and for the foreseeable future. And, you know, I heard a report that they may not even, you know, it might be into 2025 before we start to see a release of, you know, a little bit of relief in this regard. So if that's the case, things are going to break. You know, it's just, I always say, it's like revving an engine at 8,000 RPM. Something's going to give. I don't know what it is, but it's but you just can't continuously do this. You know, right now because the, I think that the thing is is because of the fact that there is low unemployment, which is obviously great for everybody out there working, and that's what you want to see typically. Uh, that just means that people are out there spending, and the more they spend, it's just continuously pushing uh, the need in the the eyes of the Bank of Canada to. Um, to raise interest rates. And, you know, you do have a little bit of conflicting behaviors because you've got the government and the Bank of the Bank of Canada. The Bank of Canada is trying to solve a problem, but the government is continuously spending money. So if, if they're not going to cut spending, then really they are kind of tying the Bank of Canada's hands to just adjusting the, the, the interest rates. So what are you telling your clients right now? Uh, well, you know, a lot of clients are asking us whether they should go variable or, or fixed. Uh, you know, I think that variable is just not a very attractive thing right now. But, you know, if rates do start to come down, if, for example, if, if as Asif said, if, you know, uh, the reports come out and inflation does start to come down a little sooner and then rates do go down, all those people that have taken three, four, or five-year rates are going to be thinking that they made a bad decision because, now a variable might be starting to become more attractive, particularly if they have to start to lower interest rates to stop uh, the pendulum swinging in the other direction. So we're just telling clients really what, your, what their options are and helping them make the decision for themselves. We don't advise clients in any way as to what terms they should go. We have to help them figure out the best thing for them. So Every every client is different, obviously, but uh, we are definitely working with them to try to help make the right decision. And Colin, how much does another quarter point affect affordability? What are people looking at now in terms of qualifying and what rates are they qualifying at? Well, the bond rates, the fixed the fixed rates are obviously on the bond the, the bond yields. The rates have gone up you know, over the last week or so. Uh, a quarter of a percent, and some were prior to the rate increases uh, in anticipation of the rate increases. Some have continued beyond uh, after the rate increase. But uh, like I said earlier, you know, uh, roughly $130,000 is going to get you a $400,000 mortgage. So, you know, the rates, that, 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 that'll that change a little bit now. You know, we'll have to redo some of the, the figures, but we're in that realm. So uh, it's... Uh, it's it's definitely becoming it's a little bit more of a challenge. Like I said, you know, if you if somebody saved up, I have a client right now who's saved up seventy five thousand dollars, and they actually I spoke to them six months to almost six months to a year ago, and they and I told them what they qualified for. They said, okay, you know what, I'm going to get a raise soon, so I'm just going to wait. I'm going to save up some more money. But the problem is, housing prices have gone up, the rates have gone up, and so now they're actually 
in exactly they they spent a, a, almost a year trying to get themselves in a better situation, which they have, and now they're in the exact same purchasing power that they were a year ago. Well, if uh, they go up again, we're going to have to overthrow the BLC and make you governor. Are you in? <laughs> if, <laughs> yeah, oh, sure. I, actually, I don't know. <laughs> if listeners have any questions about what they can afford or getting pre-approved, how can they reach you? Uh, I always say call me on my cell. Text me. Call me. It's 416-676-6777. Colin, thanks for joining us and uh, looking forward to some better news next time you're on. I hope so. Thanks for having me. <laughs> After the break, the rise in bankruptcies. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's radio real estate show. Over to my co-host and our real estate expert, Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties with today's next guest. And we are busy today, Asif. We are. And joining us next is Greg Judd from Kunjar Sharma and Associates. Greg, welcome to On the Market. Hi, thanks for having me today. Greg, we were talking uh, about earlier in the week with the interest rate hike and how it's putting a lot of financial pressure and stress on the consumer. And this is something that you specialize in. And unfortunately, people come to you for uh, reasons where they can't afford homes. Tell us a little bit about what Kunja Sherman Associates does. And then we'll get into talking about the consumers and what's happening with them. So Kunja Sherman Associates are licensed insolvency trustees. So we have our license through the federal government. And, and what we do is we help people with financial difficulties uh, come up with solutions to uh, get themselves sorted out. And we're a local firm, GTA-based. And, uh, you know, we've, we've been doing this for, Kunjar has been doing it for 45 years, and I'm probably doing it for over 20. Wow. <laughs> That's a long time. Have you seen or have you experienced what's going on right now in the market before? Yeah, so there's been quite a change in the marketplace. There's the pre-COVID period of pre-2020 when there was a slowly increasing in the number of insolvencies just with household debt. And then with the government incentives during COVID, uh, people seem to be able to be more stable. Um, in the last little while, with interest rates going up so dramatically, from very low rates to the 5% that we have uh, this week, um, then we've uh, seen a lot more people having financial difficulties, either with credit cards or with home purchases and things like that. And are you seeing a lot of people stressed to the point where they're coming to you uh, for proposals or do they have to sell their properties or, or maybe cars? What's the temperature out there with regards to the consumer? So we get people, their questions always for us are, are pretty straightforward. They, they go, uh, do I have to sell my house? You know, what, what, what do I have to go bankrupt? What are my options? And, and we try and work with them to see what the, their assets are, what their income is, and what they're able to afford. And we try and work out a solution that's fair and reasonable to both them and to the debtors. So, or sorry, to the creditors. Yeah, and, and walk us through the process a bit if you can, Greg. 
So we do an assessment of the people. So we, again, we look at their assets, their income, and, uh, you know, we look at their ability to do a payment plan. So if we were able to freeze what they're owed today so that no additional interest gets added to the amount and there's no penalties added, maybe they can pay in full or a percentage of what they owe. And a consumer proposal, which is what is most common in the industry, would allow for a payment plan up to five years. And a consumer proposal is more of a negotiation with the creditors and the debtors where you facilitate that and maybe get them off the hook for some of the interest or maybe even some of the principal. Uh, that, 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 that's correct. Uh, it, it's it's um, the... Uh, Solution is something that's fair and reasonable, as I said, about uh, to both the, the, the individual and to the creditor. So it could be in full, it could be a, a partial payment, and, and that's what we look at. And I'm sure some of the people that you deal with, they must, you know, certainly feel quite desperate in these situations. There's a, there's a lot of stress. I mm-hmm. mean, there's the fear, just generally what you listen to in the news of a recession coming, um, the increase in interest rates is obviously putting a lot of pressure on people with variable rate loans, like a lot of mortgages are, or if their mortgage is coming up for renewal, or they have a line of credit that's tied to, you know, the prime rate. Those people are under a lot of stress. And you probably get people that come to you almost when it's too late. When's the right time for someone to reach out to you, Greg, uh, if they're feeling that pinch? Well, it's the people will, it's kind of the, you know, when's the right moment? The right moment is when you recognize that you've got a problem, that you're having trouble making your monthly payments, that you're not paying in full, that you're paying the minimum amount on credit cards each month, that the amounts aren't going down, that they're, you know, uh, staying steady or increasing, um, or you've, you've received some sort of a legal notice of action that creditors are taking against you. Uh, that's the time that you need to get professional advice and should come and see a licensed insolvency trustee. And when you're dealing with a professional in these situations, is there ever, you know, something good that comes out of it? It just seems, as I said, so desperate, so difficult, so stressful. Is there any good or a benefit to maybe closing the books or closing the chapter in that area and moving on to something else? Are you helping them through that process as well? Well, I was looking at our website and the Google reviews, and we have over 145 reviews and a five-star rating. And a lot of people are saying good things about us, that we've helped them through their solution. Um, you know, they, they're, they're not able to deal with it themselves. They mm-hmm. need some help. Uh, the idea of deal, uh, with old debt that doesn't seem to go away and that their circumstances are changed because of either a, a loss of a job or health issues or marital breakdown, they, there's got to be a way out. And that's what they come to us for is to say, we've got these issues, what's the solution? And we walk them through it and come up with you know, an option that, that seems to work. And for those that are in a bind now because they may have purchased a year or two ago and the, the interest rates have gone up so much, 10 times in the last 16 periods. Is there a way back into the market if the only solution right now would be insolvency or bankruptcy? How long would it take them to get back into home ownership and what does that look like? Well, 
the, the benefit of a consumer proposal is that it's like an open payment plan, that you can make payments for up to five years, but it's open in that you can pay it off sooner and you can get you know rid of those debts that were there and holding you back. So once you're, you're, you receive your certificate of full performance, then you're back into savings towards a new home. You're, you're focused on the money that, that you have is yours to spend. And you, you can make, start making plans again. And we have offer counseling sessions to talk about, uh, uh, you know, how to do a monthly budget and financial goal setting. So that's part of the program that's offered. It sounds like a, a positive experience then, you know, in the end. Can we assume that every consultation, though, is is unique and that, you know, everyone is offered a personal sort of debt solution? Oh, for, for sure. It's it's personal. Uh, it's, we usually say that the first consultation is free so that you can come in and get a good understanding. If if we see that we're able to help you, we, we outline the program. If, if, there, if it's not... Uh, something if, if it's just more of a, a debt management uh, um, organization budgeting program, we tell you that if we, if we only offer as a licensed person a proper solution that uh, will give you help and, and move you forward. Greg, if our listeners want to find out more about your programs or get more information or even contact you for a personal and confidential uh, analysis of their situation. How do they do that? Okay. Again, we're at Kunjar Sharma and Associates. So that's kunjarsharma.com. And our phone number is 416-975-0910. Greg, thanks so much for that great information. And uh, uh, hope you'll be uh, on again soon and uh, give us an update on what's happening. Thank you for this opportunity. Take care. When we come back, Oria CEO Tim Hudak joins the show. This is 105.9 The Region with On The Market. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On The Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market and over to Asif Khan one more time for today's last guest of the day, Asif. Thank you, Tina. Joining us is Tim Hudak, CEO of the Ontario Real Estate Association. Tim, welcome back to On The Market. Hey, thanks, Asif. Always a pleasure to be back on the market and hope you're having a great weekend. Thanks, Tim. And, and you've had a busy week. There's been so much going on, but I wanted to get your take on the Ontario Realtor Wellness Program. I mean, it is a welcome addition. It's going to set us up for the future of real estate and give us something to offer new agents. But tell us a little bit more about it. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. It, this has been a long time coming. You know, at the Ontario Real Estate Association, we stay in touch with our realtor members. We ask them what their desires are, what do they see that they want to get done, and consistently access to some kind of benefits program has been one of their top of the list. And, and here's why. Like, we surveyed our members. The, the vast majority of our members don't have a health and wellness plan, independent contractors, and that makes them vulnerable. They're just one step away from a, a dramatic change in, in, in luck. We found that 73, so almost three out of four of our members, uh, have no coverage for... Um, critical uh, illness coverage, well, it's low for death and dismemberment, and a significant number have no life insurance. 
and three out of five, six percent have no health care insurance. So we said, is there any way that with 96,000 members as a member benefits those realtors, can we get an affordable program that is going to help those individuals and their families? And we've done it. And, and Tim, when you're looking at the cost, I, I mean, there's everyone's going to complain about something at some point. And when, but when you're looking at costs, I've looked into a benefit program for my family. And, and for me to go out and buy a benefit program, it would have been upwards of five or $600 a month for the family. Just for myself would have been 300 or $350 per month. This is $55 a month. And, and that's a great deal. And $55 a month, really less than $2 a day. And uh, what realtors will get, you know, automatically as part of being a member of the Ontario Real Estate Association is life insurance coverage uh, up to $100,000, the uh, critical care as well, disability and dismemberment, the healthcare program will help pay costs for massage therapy, chiropractic care, physiotherapy, drug benefits, uh, out-of-country travel, mental health support. I mean, I could use up your whole show (laughs) with the benefits of this program for two bucks a, a day. And you know, I tell you when, when our, our, our board leaders are around the province or, or I myself as CEO, you know, people are coming up to us uh, in tears saying, I, I have not been able to get a program. I need this for my, my family members and for myself in case I have a bad health outcome. And, and thank you for actually having the courage to bring this forward to help out members across the province of Ontario and their families. And and for, you know, we, we have heard a lot of these stories, but we've also heard and, and seen on social media, there's a group that's reluctant to participate in this program. What do you have to say to them? And why do you think people would be against a program like this when it benefits them? Yeah, look, it's going to benefit everybody, right? It's going to benefit everybody. Certainly those that don't have any coverage, which is a, a big number of realtors, sadly, it's going to help them a lot. But even if, you know, you're married to a spouse who has a, a benefits program, uh, this can this can top it off with additional uh, massage or chiropractic care, for example, helping with the drug bills. And a lot of us exhaust any health plans we have. So this helps on top of that to pay those bills and keep more money in your pocket. And then to have, you know, 24-hour free, 24 hours a day free access uh, to uh, online physicians or medical practitioners and mental health support covered by this program. I mean, you cannot go out there and buy that kind of coverage um, for anything less than thousands of dollars. So we're, we're very excited about bringing as part of the benefits of being an Ontario realtor an affordable, comprehensive safety net, and you can also top it up with enhanced plans for vision, for dental, uh, or to raise a level of, of coverage. So there's choice in here that's going to benefit everyone. And how many times have we heard realtors say, I don't have any coverage, so I can't get that treatment, or I'm going to wait on that treatment? And, and especially with the the way the market has been, or our industry has been over the last three or four years, that mental health aspect, you can't really put a price on that. Yeah, you know, I'll give you some, some background here, uh, Asif, on, on the on the market uh, show. You know, when COVID hit, uh, you and I talked about this. You're very kind to cover quite a bit. The Ontario Real Estate Association put out our, our COVID support program. 
and that was support for the day-to-day business, leading guidance on what all the new rules and restrictions would mean for how you practice. But part of that was also LifeWorks. It was a support program for, for mental health, financial advice, daycare for your kids. It was a, a comprehensive program that ARIA invested uh, in to help our members during that really difficult time of COVID. And we had a lot of positive comments. So that was really a bit of a start to say, okay, can we go further and address that big desire of realtors to have a health and wellness program that there's a safety net for when their luck turns against them? And this all begins January 1st, 2024? Yeah, so a bit of background on that. You know, ARIA dues, um, people are always shocked when I tell them this, are only $110 a year. And that gives excellent advocacy, standard forms that realtors rely on for, you know, every one of their business uh, transactions, member uh, benefits, our events, leadership training, all of that you get for 110 uh, And now with an increase of, uh, of dues of only $2 a day, you're going to get that wellness program that's going to be life insurance there for your family. There's going to be health benefits, mental health support, travel insurance. You know, for the, the dollar value that you'd spend, getting great programs to support your day-to-day business and then programs to help with you and your family when it comes to your health and well-being. And that's still one of the lowest professional association fees around, Tim. Thanks so much for sharing and thank you for being on on the market. Yeah, you bet. And if folks want more detail, please go to aria.com backslash O-R-W-P. Tim, thanks so much. Have a great day and a great rest of the weekend. Now, that was a busy show, Asif. If our listeners want to contact you directly, how can they do that? They can always reach me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. And if you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thank you for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.